1: Good morning, Liz. <clears throat> How are you today? I'm pretty good today.
0: Good. Yeah. I'm so glad to see you. I'm glad to see you. It's been a while since I, we've seen you. I know. I know. Well, we've had a guest the last couple we of weeks. We have. And so now
1: it's just us. And now it's just us. We little <laughs> us. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what? Hmm. Let's Let's talk. Let's just talk. Let's talk about some really, really good stuff. I just thought of something. Oh, tell me. I went and saw a fabulous movie on Saturday called
0: 1946. Oh, where is it?
1: It was playing at Real Pride. Oh my gosh, I want to see that movie so badly. You would have been bawling like I was. I was sobbing through the whole thing. So, I am going to try to figure out a way to have a showing in the Vista theater because it was a mind-blowing, mind-opening experience. It was so, so beautiful. The movie 1946 is about um, the first time in 1946 that the word homosexuality actually shows up, the word in that form, in any kind of biblical scripture. Right. Prior to that, that word did not exist In any Bible, people. Right. And if you don't believe that, if you watch this movie, you will see all of the research and all of the hours of documentation and and research and stuff that went into discovering this.
0: And I've heard the director talk about the movie. I've mm-hmm. heard other people talk about the movie. I have been following, following, I put in quotes, kind of the progress of this movie for about a year now. Yeah, yeah. Just waiting for yeah, it to come out. Um, so I did not know it, that it, it had been shown. At the I'm Pride sorry.
1: Festival. I should have told you I, I knew I've known that it was going to be at the Pride Festival for the last couple of weeks. Oh, my gosh. Um, and so um, in spite of a lot going on, right. I Went and it was just great. And our dear friend Paul Swerengen, who's been on our podcast, right. um, after the movie, uh, there's a gentleman in the movie that was in the movie a lot. He yeah. was there at the showing, oh. and Paul was there, and a few other uh, spiritual leaders from our community were there on a panel, talking about why the film's so important and taking questions and things. It was it was it was fabulous.
0: And you know all of the all of the angst and all of the fighting and all of the people who will not shop at Target right. because of their rainbow displays right. and all the people who are so adamant about the fact that we have God said yeah. God said God said you yeah know, they just yeah, yeah, use yeah. that all the time yeah. and they don't understand that as Scripture has been. Um, Written and rewritten and, and and translated again and again and again, again and again and that again. That things have changed, and unless you speak Greek, Hebrew, or Aramaic, you do not know exactly what the original scripture you, said. No. And this idea of homosexuality being a sin and being talked about in the scripture is a fairly new phenomenon, 80, less than 80 years ago, Yeah, yeah. this translation. So that means that most people who are alive today have no idea that homosexuality was not well, the word that was used yeah. for these kinds of uh, abuse that was written in scripture. It had nothing to do with yeah. consensual um, same-sex relationships. Nothing.
1: Well, the other thing that was really interesting that I kind of knew um, from listening to kind of you following this movie and stuff is that I believe it was in 1983, a bunch of the other translations adapted the verbiage from the 1946, it was the New American Standard Bible. So then when other translations are happening, they took from that, which was, Mm -hmm. they, they took two Greek words and put them together. To come up with this word homosexuality, it I, it it's such a good movie. It's such a good movie, and like I said, I I wept and wept and wept through the whole thing. It just it was really really to think really about good.
0: how many young men and women, but so many of them have been young men, who have been killed, who have been.
1: Shunned, who have taken their own lives. Who have taken their
0: own lives, because the Bible says, right, quote unquote, that they're
1: an abomination. That they're
0: an abomination. Yeah, and it's bullshit. And it's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. You know, it's absolute bullshit. And I have come to this this understanding and this acceptance, if you will of the of the father son and holy spirit and you know the holy spirit if we believe in this triad right mm-hmm. the holy spirit is so feminine you know it is absolutely. it is the feminine part of god and if we are created in his Im- image men and women then that means that there's something about god that is female right absolutely and so uh, to think that we have been created in this image, it, unless you're gay, is so shameful and hurtful. So the child born with Down syndrome, the child born with um, epilepsy, the child born with um, a missing a leg or an right. arm or whatever, they are made in the image of God. And we celebrate them, right? But
1: there's, something, there's something about sexuality that... Is um, that people fear? There's something about it that's fearful, that you know. And I mean, I, I don't, and I don't quite understand where that stems from, um, you know. But again, I mean, I have I have issues with certain aspects of culture and sexuality, and you know how much how much um, graphic imagery there is in movies and TV shows and things. I, I have a hard time with some of that but even that doesn't really have anything to do with somebody's sexual preference or who they choose to love you right. know i mean it's right. just it's i just yeah so so that that was a good thing that happened this to week to
0: open your heart and open your mind and and i and
1: i so wish that that theater would have been packed with people it wasn't it should have been and so hopefully we'll have an opportunity to have a showing here oh my i talked to the the lady who is the head of the Real Pride Festival, and and she said that we can we can definitely do that at some point in the future. Oh so, um, I would be extremely humbled to be the venue to have that film showed because okay. it was just it just gives me goosebumps thinking about it. It was so was just it was so good.
0: <laughs> I on social media and I shared something. Of course, I'm very outspoken, and you know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I've lost friends. I've gained friends. Um, um, and the people I've lost probably aren't worth no. my time, um, but whatever. <laughs> um, but the I was reading an article not too long ago about World War II and, you know, in order to boost the morale of our servicemen, and at that point it was mostly servicemen, you know, we had yeah. fewer service women right. serving in World War II. In order to boost their morale, there was troops of men that would dress as women. And, you know, the Bob Hope shows
1: and yeah, all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff.
0: These people would dress as women. And they would hoot and holler. And, and these women, quote-unquote, would sing. And they would, you hmm. know, imitate other actresses. Hmm. What, what is that called? Uh, oh, it's called a drag show. It is called a drag show. And our government paid for it in order to boost the morale of our women missing men. I,
1: mean, wow. it's I did not crazy. know this. It is crazy. Oh, I'm gonna have to Google I'm gonna go oh, I'm gonna it. I'm gonna go Google that.
0: Google it. Because <laughs> it is fascinating. I
1: bet it is. And well
0: and even looking back at actors, like looking at back at Bob Hope and what are some of the other actors. Well I think of the movie
1: and the show some like it hot. Some like it hot. Right. Sugar. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: It's all about you know, and drag was just not a thing. Yeah. I mean, even in the 80s when we were watching, what was Tom Hanks' very first, you know, Bosom Buddies. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they had to dress as women in order to right. m- live in this apartment complex. Right. And we all just laughed, Tootsie, I mean, we all yeah. just laughed at these things. Flip Wilson. Yeah. Flip Wilson was, my parents loved Flip Wilson. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a little bit of um, racism in my family. And there's definitely a whole lot of anti-drag stuff going on in my family right now. But I was a little girl when we would sit around and laugh at Flip Wilson. Mm -hmm. So what has, excuse me, but what has flipped?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. What has changed where all of a sudden we can't? Speaking of this film, there was somebody in the audience that, I know that you know. So I'll just leave it at that. Oh, how fun. So, yeah, I'll tell you I'll tell you later. Ooh, I can't <laughs> wait. I
0: saw a picture on the internet of uh, somebody that came into town this weekend. I wonder if it's that same person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just um, I, I'm just blown away by how much bullshit we have been exposed to and have it, people swear that it's from the from the Bible. Yeah. That God said this, God said that.
1: No, you've got right. to do some more digging. Well, one of the examples in in this film that um I uh, see I'm so bad with remembering names and people, right, but right, right. the gentleman who was at the showing, who was featured in the movie, right. I can't think of what his name is, but in the uh question and answer uh, part afterwards he said that you know 400 years ago and i i knew this and so did you but this is what he related it to you know the whole Ga- galileo got exiled because he said that the world was round and not the world was round but that the earth but that, right. the, that the that the earth circled around the sun oh, and so gosh. up into up into because You know, up until that time, the church believed and preached and that the earth is the center of the universe and that everything revolves around it. But that's not so. Galileo, using telescopes and things, showed that we are revolving around the sun and that there's other stuff going on. And the church exiled him for the rest of his whole life because the church you know, use the scriptures to say that this is what God blah 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 blah. Yeah. And that and that there is misinformation in the Bible from translations. Maybe the scriptures were divinely inspired, but they were still thousands and thousands of years ago and there's been so many translated so many translations and he talked about it's just like this this cosmic game of telephone. Oh, isn't that, isn't that, you, that's a you, great you know? <laughs> it's like this, it, and, and things are gonna get misinterpreted and miss everything. Right. And, and that the, the scriptures are living and moving. They're not stagnant from, you know, and why, what is this, the whole like spirit of fear about humanity and people being different and, well, and we've said this before,
0: and I'll say it again, the very same people who preached faith over fear when it came to masks and, and vaccines are the people who are spreading so much fear and misinformation yeah. about homosexuality, about human beings who are just living their lives. Right, right. And who is more afraid than them? No one no is one. more afraid than no. the alt-right yeah. and the misinformation and the crap that they are spreading. Right. And it's, so don't tell me you have faith over fear. Don't tell me that. Right. Because if you have faith over fear, then you know that the God who created the universe, who created the earth to spin around the sun, right. is the same God that created these beings is the same God that has the power to diminish your fear of these people, of people. People, I know. So I'm way more afraid of the people walking down the streets with AR-15s. I know. I mean, that terrifies me.
1: I just, you know, I have a
0: family member who wants to get a new dog and wants a pit bull. I said, I'm not bringing my grandchild to your home. Because I have a fear of pit bulls based on personal experience. You can tell me that I'm prejudiced against this breed of dogs, but We've I all... don't want to be around that particular dog. I have seen firsthand, my eyes, two attacks that were brutal. And, you know, just I'm, I'm just, I'm afraid. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I think that they should be killed. <laughs> or exile to some island. <laughs> right. But you know what? I cannot go into that home where a pit bull lives. I, I can yeah. make that yeah. choice. Well, guess what? You can make a choice to not go to drag story hour. You can make a choice to not go to a drag show. I've been to a drag show, and I'm telling you, if you choose not to go, you're, you're missing, missing out. out. You're missing out, baby. <laughs> you're missing out on so much fun and yeah. so much lightness and so much laughter and, frankly, so much love. Right. You know.
1: Well, I, I, I tuned in to um, a little podcast afterwards. Actually, it was yesterday. um, with Paul and his wife Ashley Uh and they were talking about the film and it was, and it was really, really, I mean, I would just say to you, and if anyone is interested, it's a really good podcast. It's, it's Paul Sweringen, Um, they're on YouTube and his wife Ashley and they're talking about, um, you know, opening your heart and to like really being open to hearing what the universe is saying about humanity and people and just people being different and, and not being closed-minded and it was just yeah really it was it just gives a lot of food for thought in terms of how we as human beings can be more open to to having our to really wanting to hear what what truth is you know and all that so and you know i i don't know if that was going to be our topic for today this movie but
0: (laughs) but i love that you know i do believe and you know, maybe history will prove me wrong, but I do believe that I am on the right side of history. Yeah. You know, I'm on the right side of history. I'm standing—I had a, a friend of mine who happens to be gay send me a, a meme not too long ago that just said, if you're not affirming—if you're not getting hit by the rocks yeah. because you're affirming somebody, then you're not standing close enough. Yeah. And he just said, thank you. For taking on the rocks, yeah, right? Yeah. Thank you for allowing yourself to be pummeled now and then, because I am standing close enough to 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 these people to get hit right. by the rocks that are being thrown at them. Because I am affirming, right? And you know what? That made me feel so proud and so good, and made me feel like I was on the right side of history. And guess what? Galileo
1: was on the right side of history.
0: History has proven yeah. that yeah. He,
1: he is absolutely was telling, telling the truth. He was absolutely on the right side of history, and he was absolutely mm-hmm. on the right side of
0: oh, guess what? Science. Yeah, <laughs> he was on the right side of science. He was. <laughs> you know, imagine that. And YouTube and Twitter are not the, are you know the the, the the final word in science. Right. 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 I confronted a a friend of mine on some crap that she was putting out there on the internet. And I said, this isn't true. Right, right. This just isn't true. And she goes, I follow this so-and-so on Twitter, and that's where I get my news. Right. I said, "Uh, expand your news portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just expand it. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you're in a bubble, if you're in a Fox bubble, if you're in a YouTube bubble, if you're in a Twitter you're bubble, any... if you're in a CNN bubble or, bubble or MSNBC or any of these bubbles, you are not getting the whole story. Right. Period. Period. You Absolutely.
1: Know? So just pop those bubbles. Yeah. Get out of your silos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> We have to be use the word adaptable. Yeah. We have to be adaptable. We do. That's what we were gonna talk about today. Adaptability.
0: Adaptability. How
1: adaptable are we? Uh,
0: And you know what I think movies like 1946 proves Mm -hmm. how adaptable you are or are not. Yeah. You know, your openness to receiving this new information. You know, being intelligent is not being super smart and having all the answers. Being intelligent is being brave enough to admit that maybe you don't know everything, right, right. and that you continue to seek more knowledge. Right, that's what Beans. true
1: intelligence yeah. is. Having curiosity. Having curiosity about, you know, I mean, I don't know. Have you ever thought about weird stuff? Like, you know, who who looked at a artichoke and thought, "I think I'm going to try to eat that." Like, who did that? You know, right. I, I. So that's you know, I have weird thoughts. <laughs> Well, like and that. how many times did people go, oh,
0: this is ripping the inside
1: of my mouth out. Yeah. Why would
0: like, anybody eat this? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And then somebody said,
0: how about if we dip the I other mean, end in I, mayonnaise just, our, and just rub it between our teeth,
1: pull do, it between our teeth. Do you, it ever, delicious. do you ever wonder about stuff like that? So Absolutely. I think I'm very curious, <laughs> you know, but I am. And I'm so I'm curious about, you know, is that really a true fact? Is that a fact? I want to find out. You know, right. I want to I, I wanna question things and find out for myself. Right. I don't want to just listen to somebody telling me that this is right and this is wrong. Well, how does my gut feel about that? You know, okay, so let's, how adaptable are you, Debbie, to listening to another person's opinion, seeing how it feels to you? Maybe, and then
0: follow it up with facts.
1: And maybe, I was going to say, and then maybe doing some research to see if that's the case and then coming to a conclusion. You know, I feel like sometimes I always feel like sometimes I can see so many sides to a situation that I don't even really know what my opinion is because I can totally see your side. I can totally see your side. I don't really know what I think because I can see both sides. Right. You know, so I don't know that that's good or bad or here nor there, but I know I know that I have oftentimes a hard time coming to a conclusion about something and maybe I'm too adaptable. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's because you're open and <clears throat> it's because you're loving. And I was telling one of my daughters a couple of weeks ago that I was 100% team daughter number one, 100% team daughter number two, 100% team son number one, 100% team son number two. I'm 100% on their side. However, if they hurt one another mm-hmm. when they hurt yeah, one yeah, another, yeah. because they're humans and yeah. they do that, yeah. I can also say, okay, I am on your side in that I am gonna love you and defend you and support you, but I do not support your decision. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to love you unconditionally. I'm going to be there when things fall apart, and I'm going to be there when we can celebrate the good stuff. Just because I am 100% team kid doesn't mean that I'm 100% supportive of every decision that they make. Right. Why do we have to be so in love with cancel, with canceling mm-hmm. somebody? You know they call it cancel culture and blah blah blah. But why do we embrace canceling people when, in fact, we could learn from them? It doesn't mean we have to change, right? But it's not going to hurt to learn the ideas and views of another person. No, and I've said this before, but I believe that God brings your children into into our lives, brings our children into our lives to raise us up Mm -hmm. as much as we're there to raise them up. Right. Because they're there to turn us into the people we're supposed to be.
1: Well, they're going to definitely kick us in that direction for sure because our kids challenge us and our kids make us think. I mean, I don't I both of my kids have. You know, they don't think exactly the way I think. Their lives are they're on their own little trajectory of their life and and they and have And they're making
0: very different choices
1: at this uh, age mm-hmm. than you made at their age. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, being I mean, parenting is a total experiment in adaptability, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So our six life half, is
0: <laughs> our six and a half year old grandson is just filled with wisdom. I mean I I can't even tell you how much wisdom this little one has. But, you know, just the other day he said, "I wrote a song." And he loves grunge, you know, his dad introduced him to, you know, uh-huh. the, the, he was a child of the 90s and he introduced him to all this great this great music from that era. And so he sang so he sat there and sang, I am adaptable. I am adaptable. That was his song. And it went on and on and on. And he talked about circumstances. And in the song there's circumstances and there's things that he is adaptable to. And how to. old is he? Six and a half.
1: Okay. Well that's that's why. You came to me this morning and said, Debbie, I want to talk about adaptability. Adaptability. So tell me again, what is what did he do? <laughs> he really wrote a song? He really
0: wrote this Oh, this isn't the first song he wrote. Wow. This isn't the first song he wrote. He's I'm, an old soul, I'm man. I'm not sure that I have recordings of everything he's an old he's he's an old soul yeah and he watches Coyote Peterson on um tv and Coyote Peterson is somebody that will go out and and get um like allow himself to be stung by a hundred bees just so you can find out what it's like to be stung by a hundred bees Wow. and obviously has medical people and all that kind of stuff around but he makes these great faces Coyote Peterson makes these great faces and he's like okay here I go I'm going in, I'm going in, and he puts his arm in this, you know, thing with a whole bunch of bees. And it's like, ah, ah, okay, okay. And if you could see my face, it's all crunched up. And, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And so now imagine a six year old who's like, No, no, come take a video of me being Coyote Peterson. And he'll take a leaf and just go, Okay, all right, here I go, here I go. And he'll touch himself with the leaf and just go. Ah, ah, ah. If somebody's tuning in right this moment. We're not having quite as much fun as it might sound like
1: um, No, we're not.
0: But um And so he is this extremely, you know, artistic. He draws, he paints, he's he is an old soul. But to sing, I am adaptable, I am adaptable that is
1: hilarious.
0: <coughs> it's just so, so awesome. And you know, there's a part of me that just wanted to laugh and embrace him. And then there's a part of me that kind of wanted to cry mm-hmm. and think, gosh, a, you know, a six and a half year old who already understands yeah. what being adaptable is. That's, and you know, just maybe like he'll all grow up to us, be a
1: president of the United States. Oh my mm-hmm.
0: gosh. And you have no you have no idea how much that child would bring to the table. Um, but it's just it's just so beautiful to see a child yeah. understand what yeah. adaptability I, is I, yeah. and embrace it. Yeah, you know. Yesterday, I had just picked them up from school, and uh, I walked up, and they said "Hola, cómo está," and I'm like, they were expecting mom, but when they saw me, it was "Hola, cómo está." And just so adaptable. Yeah. So you know, just said, "Oh, so, you gonna take me to mom?" You know, just and I'm like, "Yep, yeah, sure am." You know, and that kind of
1: a thing. And
0: it's just, oh my gosh, it just melts my heart. Yeah. And it's he's so beautiful.
1: He seems like he's got a a good little solid foundation there. A solid foundation. And what does it come from? Where does that come from? I
0: think that that comes from a knowledge that child has a knowledge that they are fully and completely accepted and loved right where they are. right. And that is a beautiful thing. And if we can give that kind of courage mm-hmm. and that kind of strength to another person, somebody who's different from us. Yeah, You know, Absolutely. I know a young woman who's missing a leg, who has, you know, and her other leg is very, very gnarled because of an accident she was in when she was a child. So she has this one you know, gnarled leg and missing the other leg. And I mean to tell you, that young woman is faster on those crutches than I am most days. Mm -hmm. And she is completely adaptable. I have seen her climb ladders. I have seen her, I mean, she's amazing, you know? Yeah. And um, it's not my story to tell, so I'm not going to tell the story of what happened to her. But I will say that I have watched her adapt she, you know her body did the, mm-hmm. she had to protect herself from COVID? um i mean she is just so incredible
1: wow wow and
0: you know we can learn to adapt
1: yeah yeah so I, do you feel like you have w- the powers to adapt i do actually i do <coughs> i i feel like i've had to adapt in all kinds of situations and places in my life you know compromising you know coming to compromises with people that's a Adapting, right. um, you know, not getting your way necessarily all the time is adapting. Mm-hmm. You know, understanding that I I don't always get my way. Um, I'm I'm thinking as you were telling me about the story of whoever you're talking Very about. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking of a person that I know um, in my life who, um, <clears throat> when he was a young boy, uh, him and his buddies and were were playing with cherry bombs yeah. and uh, there was an accident mm-hmm. and he lost his hand and uh, I, I want to say he was 12 or 13 or something like that maybe a little bit younger than that and uh, he had already been taking some piano lessons
0: yeah.
1: um, after he recovered now he he had issues in his life going forward but he adapted his his right hand, has kind of like three I'll say nubs yeah. or, you know nubs and so if anyone knows piano so he has a thumb and a pinky he has a thumb and a pinky and like a middle and a couple like of like three digits okay and so if if you're familiar with piano on the left side if you're facing the keyboard the left side are the low notes which would be more the bass notes mm-hmm. so he switches his hands <gasps> and with his right hand plays the bass notes with the three with the three uh, gnarled digits gna- yeah d- digits yeah, <laughs> yeah. and <Phalanges>. then <laughs> and with his with his left hand plays what up. would normally be played on the right hand yes. yes and he's a professional musician he's made all kinds of uh, I mean you know he's not a rich professional musician but he's how many are <laughs> how many are right but um he's a phenomenal piano player and and anytime i think about that and how he adapted to his circumstance and made a decision somewhere inside of him that he wasn't going to let it stop him right. and learn went back and learned to play and learn i mean and the guy's amazing he can play anything yeah you know and yeah. There are stories and stories and stories of that kind of adaptability. Well,
0: and, you know, there's a you know rock and roll drummer who lost an arm in an accident yeah. and continues to drum. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, a few years, about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that, my husband got injured like two weeks before Easter. Mm. Now, he is a, he was a church drummer. You know that's what he did for 30 years. Mm-hmm. He was a church drummer, right? So, now it's 2 weeks, 3 weeks before Easter, he he has an accident where he blows out his shoulder. So blows it out. So, he can't play with that so hand can't drum with that one hand. I think it was his left arm. Um trying I think it was his left arm that he injured, which means of course he had the right arm to still kind yeah, of go yeah, around yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he had to adapt because he could not play with both with both arms, right. So he hooked up. Um, he had the bass drum that he played with his right foot and with his left foot. He he set up a pad that every time he hit it would hit triggers and that kind of thing. And do you know that the musicians that he played with that Easter had no idea? He I was believe only that. Playing with one arm. I believe it. But he was playing with one arm and two and two feet. I love it. And that's he, awesome. And He managed to adapt. Yeah. And you know he wasn't he wasn't afraid. He wasn't concerned.
1: He just figured it out. He
0: didn't find a sub. You know, he didn't say, I can't do it. He Mm -hmm. just figured it out. Because if you take the time to say, I'm going to figure this out, or I'm going to adapt, Mm -hmm. you can find a way. Right. When you are super critical of other people, or when you are throwing people away because they don't do things your way, you are very simply choosing to not adapt. Right. And I'm not saying be around people who physically abuse you. I'm saying that there are people you don't like or don't respect or don't um, think or don't has, agree with or, or don't whatever agree with or mm-hmm. don't have value. But that doesn't mean that you can throw you should throw them away. That means you can in very small doses if you need to be around them. And learn from them because they are on this planet the same time as you. They are in your orbit because they are supposed to teach you something.
1: Yeah. And when you throw them away, you're throwing away what they're supposed to teach you. And if you, I mean, we're all God's kids, right? We're all God's kids. I mean, we're all, we all are. Yeah. I mean, sorry to say it, but Donald Trump is, you know? Oh, Absolutely. So I, you know, even though oh, but you know what I'm saying, I mean if 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 you're gonna if you're gonna say that I believe in love and that's mm-hmm. my guiding force, then love it is. Even people who we don't like and agree with, there has to be love and that requires adaptability. Mm-hmm. You know, that requires grace, that requires understanding. That requires some give and take, that might require compromise, that requires some work. Right. It really does require a little bit of work, a little bit of internal spiritual soul work.
0: And when we are tempted, and we do, to criticize another parent because their children have gone off the rails, just... Remember, God is the perfect father, and his kids are a mess. Yeah. I mean, I look at Franklin Graham, who is out there.
1: He's out. He's just out. He's just out there. Just out there.
0: <laughs> but, you know, he is using the, the religious platform to spread garbage. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He's God's kid. And God's kids, our kids, are a mess. Yeah. And God is the perfect father and
1: his kids are a mess. It's hard to understand. I mean, you know, I have this thing on my wall and it says, like, you know, whether you believe it or not, everything that's happening right now is supposed to be happening or everything is, you, you know, I mean, and I, 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 I look at that thing every day, you know, and I'm like, really? <laughs> this? this is supposed to be happening. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. OK. My friend Lily, you know, when we, we pray together sometimes in the mornings and it's like, everything is working in divine and perfect order. So, you know, and it's, I don't, sometimes I don't agree with that. It does not, I don't know that this and that is, is divine and perfect order. It doesn't feel like it. It's shitty. You know, this person, that, you know, it just, woof. So it's, I don't know. I don't know how to find that place inside of me personally where I have to be adaptable and have peace and believe that everything's in divine and perfect order it's that's hard to do every day so I guess I guess you know you wake up every day and it's a new day and so I'm going to do my best to make the choices that are right for me and that are respecting others and all those things and Let the chips fall where they may. may. (laughs) You know, when we were talking to Meg, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago,
0: and I brought up people who say... Um, get over it, mm-hmm. get over it. What is it about those people that get over it? And she pointed out that, you know, those are the pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of people. That's what they, that's how they have gotten that's through That's their life. adaptability. That's how they adapt is mm-hmm. by getting over it. Mm-hmm. And they compartmentalize and they, you know, they just, you know, get over it. And yesterday was a different day and today we're moving on, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they try to force that, way of doing things onto other people. So when they say, get
1: over it, they they have a they have a thing inside of them that it's as easy for you to do as it is for them to do.
0: Right. And Mm -hmm. so they're trying to put their uh, coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. onto you. Right. And and we can't do that. Everybody has different ways of coping or not coping, which is why we've lost so many children to suicide because they have you know, yeah. they, they're, they're, can't they're, cope. they can't cope. Right. And it's just it's heart wrenching. And so if you're part of the problem instead of part of the solution, yeah, then then that is on you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I have <clears throat> this little school here and we have a staff of there's about eight of us mm-hmm. that um, And that's including like my accountant and a couple others that I consider sort of like the admin team Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And um, in the last few months, I hired a friend of mine to come in and like assess everybody's kind of strengths and weaknesses and look at, you know, do I have the right people? who were doing the right, the, the right jobs and we wrote job descriptions and we did all this cool stuff back in our church days, we would have called that a purpose driven life. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's, that's what we did. So, but we, we all took this test. It was called DISC, a C a disc assessment. And what this test measured was, it's this really it falls right into what we're talking about, it talks about there were four categories, And it talked about your natural style and your adaptive style Mm -hmm. and that all human beings kind of have a natural bent of kind of maybe leaning towards being more extroverted or introverted or being more task oriented or more um, big picture oriented. Mm -hmm. There's all these different categories, right? Mm the so you've got your natural style but your adaptive style is how you change how you act when you think people are watching mm-hmm. so for an example you know in a, in a in a work environment so we we all took this test in in a context of work right. so for example if a person is Say they're really introverted, at, but they have. But their job is to answer the phone and to be happy and upbeat. Well, there—that's taking energy. That takes a lot of energy for that person to have to be. Hi, this is da da da. Welcome to Fresno Music Academy. You yeah. know, me on the other hand, that would take no energy exactly. because that's my exactly. natural bent. Exactly. Right. And so, so that's just an example of you know trying to figure out who is in the right jobs, but. If you think about that, like when you think about social media, you know, are people acting in their natural way or their adaptive way? If they're not look, they're not engaging with a human being face to face. Right. You you know. I mean, I've ever since I took that test, I've thought a lot about that. Like you know, when I'm on stage, yes. I sort of become be the performer. You, you know, yeah, I <laughs> now I also feel really safe and like really kind of in my zone up there. Right. Is that my natural state or am I adapting? I've had to ask myself these questions, you know. Oh. So in in social situations with my with my partner in life, you right. know, Am I adapting to to please you or am I in my natural is this, you you know, I mean, it's 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 a question that's kind of worth worth, you know, uh, contemplating. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: assessing. Yeah. 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 There's you know, that's I think that we've got so many, especially in social media, we've got all of these little groups that you can be a part of. Right. So there's the like like I think of a family member that's in the I hate hallmark. Uh, you know, group because Hallmark movies have they they were you know, the 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 beginning and end of every holiday and there is just love, 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 love yeah, 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 yeah. and you know, i there's sixty year old women that are watching Hallmark and just drooling over all the goodness and yeah. then there's women on TikTok that make fun <coughs> of the Hallmark movies. Right. And they're able to you know, um, represent these movies in a five minute soundbite because yeah. they're all so formulaic. Yeah. But there's people who are angry with Hallmark because they have adapted to the new. Kinds of so wants ha-
1: and needs uh-huh. of others. Oh, I know. Well, they. I know. there are some <coughs> Hallmark movies that feature love stories about homosexuals. Oh my God.
0: I know. <laughs> and so some of the actors who were a staple in Hallmark yeah, yeah. have left to start yeah. their own, you know, their own uh, channel and their their own movies because they do not want to adapt and what i find so hilarious Sometimes. is that you've got 60 and 70 year old women who will sit there and watch stories about 30 year old women that they have with whom they have nothing in common right right but then they will go but uh, what else am i going to watch i just that's just so beautiful well what do you have in common with them yeah. absolutely nothing you don't have a big crazy job in New York City you're not gonna move to Falltown USA and, and give town. up and give up your job in order to sell pumpkins and fall in love with the pumpkin farm owner that's not gonna happen to you and yet you will watch these movies over and over and over and put yourself in Falltown USA and in the arms of a handsome pumpkin farmer. You know what I mean? I and, do. But but you can't yeah. put yourself in. You can't look at a, a gay a gay couple couple and and, and and find anything about that with with whom with that you identify with. You honestly can't. It's weird. It's weird. It's just
1: it's weird. It's weird. It's it's weird. It's it. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know, Liz. How do we solve it? I don't know. <laughs> well, this is how we solve it. This is how we do it. How? This is how we serve it. Five, six, seven, eight. I am adaptable. I am adaptable. I am adaptable. That's right. (laughs) That's how you solve it. We should put some music to that. We should get, like, Vince, a guitar player, and, you know, figure out what melody he's singing and, and, yeah. Well, I
0: have the video of my grandchild singing that song. Now I want to see it. I have the... um, the, it's time stamped and so none of y'all can steal
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. All right, <laughs> because, you heard it.
0: That's right, because it has been
1: copyrighted mm-hmm. by my video timestamp. Yeah, very good. All right. Well, <clears throat> this has been fun. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, go out and be adaptable today. Yeah,
0: you know, in fact, in fact, take a different route. You know, yeah. take a different route <gasps> a to your idea. to your job or to your shopping. Go to a different grocery store. That's a good idea. You know, and just walk around and, and say, oh, look at that pepper. What does that pepper <laughs> taste like, you know? Yeah. And bring it home and try it
1: out. Maybe you won't like it. Maybe it's not for you. But you know what? Trying it is not going to kill you. That's right. That's right. Well, with that. We thank you for tuning in today, and um, happy fall. It, it does feel like it's kind of turning. Yeah. We'll use are starting to fall. I want to clean out my closet, pull out my sweaters, all that. So, I'm going to um, go
0: find a pumpkin farmer and yeah, some pumpkin some spice pump- latte I love it. I love it. And sit by a fire and uh, fall in love all
1: over again. Yay. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week, or we'll... we'll see you soon. Well, you will hear us next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, bye. Love you guys. Bye.